Hello, and welcome to the Amber Live interviews. This is Russell, producer and co-host of Amber Live. We want to remind you to subscribe to us both here and at youtube.com slash amberlive. You don't want to miss a moment of Amber LeMay, the Larry King of drag queens. There's so much more to the show than just the interviews that Amber does each week. We have hundreds of interviews, comedy sketches, songs, and more on YouTube that you can watch anytime. But in the meantime, you can listen to the amazing interviews right here. Now enjoy this episode of Amber Live Interviews. Yes, as Russell said, we have Wonder Mama from Australia, and here's a little clip of how she works. All right. Wonder Mama, come on in. Hey. Hi, Amber. How are you going? I'm doing great. Good morning to you. I know yes, good morning. morning. It's 10 a.m. here on Monday morning. Oh, well, enjoy your week. How yeah. does one become a Wonder Mama? Well, I, well, it all happened about, it was, it's nearly 10 years that I've been performing as Wonder Mama. Um, I am a huge Wonder Woman fan. So I love Wonder Woman. I've loved Wonder Woman since I was very little. And I wanted to dress up as Wonder Woman for Mardi Gras, for Sydney Mardi Gras, which is a big pride parade that we have here every, every year. Um, but I knew that I could never look or fit into Linda Carter's costume. So I made myself a Wonder Mama instead of a, a Wonder Woman. So, yeah, so that's how it all happened. Yeah. So, so you wonder, you idolized Wonder Woman, and that created yeah. your character. Yes, so I've done like a little spin-off of Wonder Mama of Wonder Woman. She's my little interpretation. She's got her own little story and background and everything. And uh, yeah, so that's how it happened. Yeah. Were you a performer before then? Uh, not really. I was in the parade. I was creative. I used to be a graphic designer, so I was always into art and illustrating and stuff like that. Um, but that was actually the first time about 10 years ago that I started doing drag and dressing up as Wonder Mama, and then it's just evolved from there. What was that feeling, that first time you were in that parade as Wonder Mama? Um, it was it was amazing. It was a lot of fun. I've I've done the I I've done the parade before, but for other themes. So we we had different things in the parade. Uh, but that was a first time as Wonder as Wonder Woman as Wonder Mama, and um, yes, I was a very voluptuous Wonder Woman back then. But um, yeah, so and then it just snowballed from there. It was popular. It was on TV, and um, and it just snowballed from there. So yeah. What came from that? What? How did you do, do, um, explore the other uh, uh, opportunities for Wonder Mama? Okay, well, then from there, I started doing a lot of community work. I was doing, like, community, um, like, we've got a, a, a youth day called Wear It Purple, which is for um, Rainbow Youth to support Rainbow Youth. So I would do appearances for them. Um, the AIDS organisation known as Bobby Goldsmith Foundation here in New South Wales. Um, so I do a lot of community and charity work for a lot of these organisations and stuff. Um, and then from there, it just 
just kept on going. I started doing story times, some drag story times at Mardi Gras and that sort of thing. And now I host uh, my own drink and draw with the drag queen. So it's like my own little business. It's like sip and paint, but we do drink and draw. So, yeah, <laughs> so it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Who's that aimed towards? Who's your audience for drinking? It's mainly draw? adults for that. It's adults. It's, 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 it's an adult class because I think I tried once or twice with kids and I was like, oh, my God, this is too hard. So um, the adults, even though they get a bit excitable sometimes, they're, especially if you get a, a bachelorette party, um, the, they're a bit easier to control. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're being a, a graphic designer, so that helps yeah. with, if you're, with your drawing and, and teaching that class? Oh, yeah, because I've loved drawing since I was really little. I've always been drawing and, and creating, and then I was a graphic designer for about 20 years, and I got bored of it because it was a lot of computer-based sort of sort of artwork and I like drawing and being more hands-on so I left that um and then in recent years like during lockdown I actually started illustrate I did my own storybook so I've illustrated um and written three two Wonder Mama storybooks and I've got It's Okay to Be Me which is like a storybook about growing up as a queer kid based on my experience yeah there I am with my books at um at Comic-Con here in Australia so I've got two Wonder Mama adventures and I've got It's Okay to Be Me, which is about growing. So I wrote and illustrated those books and they're on Amazon and, and that sort of thing. So, yeah, so I try and keep creative. And Wonder Mama is like creative because it's like coming up with ideas for outfits. And, I, and I've got my superhero version, which looks like Wonder Woman. But then I've got all my other outfits, which is always fun coming up with different things. So that's it's very creative for me, yeah. United States many times. Tell us about some of those visits. I have been to the United States the first time I went as Wonder Mama. I've been to America lots of times. I've been to New York too many times. I've got to stop. I've got to go somewhere else and visit other places as well. But um, I the first time I was in America as um, Wonder Mama was um, – we went to Anaheim WonderCon in Anaheim, which is like a big comic convention, and um, and I appeared there as Wonder Mama, and I won um, most humorous uh, entry that year at WonderCon in Anaheim. And I've been meaning to go after that. We were meant to go a year or two later, but then COVID ruined everything, so I had to cancel that. Um, but I'm hopefully going to be back in uh, for New York Comic Con this year in October. Um, so yeah. And then the other big event that I was in, um, America for was for, uh, World Pride for New York yes. World Pride in 2019. So I traveled over there with Sydney Mardi Gras and, um, and we promoted Sydney for World Pride, which we had in Sydney this year. And that was amazing. That was the longest, hottest parade I've ever been in my entire life. It was in the middle of July and I'm there in all my padding and everything. And I thought I was going to, and it was the middle of the day and I was dying, but, um, it was well worth it it was really good what do you see the difference between or is there a difference between australian drag queens and american drag queens um i don't think so i think there's not much of a difference i think for a while we had influences like dame edna and we had other characters um but i think the standard of drag queen is getting much better um overall everywhere and i think that's probably due to the the likes of rapport and everything bringing the standard up so high that it's almost impossible to compete um i don't bother competing so i just do my own thing um but i think 
I think I think it's pretty much the same. I mean, we've got Drag Race Down Under, and I'm and I, I I feel it's almost similar. I think in a way though, the Australian drag queens put a bit more comedy and and um and fast sort of into it. Whereas, um, yeah, I think there's a little bit more comedy on the Australian. So they, they make it a bit more um, comedic. Whereas the American one, it's a bit more uh, realistic and, um, and really, you know, really hyper, hyper realistic. So it's like really amazing, really pageant sort of, sort of drag. Yeah. You mentioned Dame Edna as being an influence. Do you have any other drag influences? Um, well, Dame Edna was my first, hence the glasses. So that's why I, I, uh, yeah, so that was my influence with Dame Edna. Um, and besides that, I'm an, I'm a bit older. I'm not like a 20 year old drag queen. So it's like, I couldn't get away with, with um, with trying to be like a 20 year old beauty drag queen. So, um, there was Dame Edna and, I think it was mainly Dame Edna, but really my almost my influence was really almost like cosplay. So it was really um, being a fan of Wonder Woman more than anything. And 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 then it's just been influences over the years, seeing other drag queens and and trying to raise a standard, and also trying to get away from the superhero aspect and just being a bit more fun and fancy. And um, yeah. You host your uh, drink and draw, and yes. um, and you have your uh, story hours in your books. Do you perform other ways? I've actually recently started singing, so I start. I've actually started singing now, um, and I've been training, and I've been seeing a singing teacher for the last few years. I've always sung since I was little. I was always in school school plays and productions and that sort of thing, but it was never really encouraged by my parents. So now I'm doing it myself. Um, and I'm getting there. I'm getting more confident with it and I'm getting a bit better at it. So I've been doing a little bit of singing as well. And I'd like to do more. I actually want to incorporate the singing into my drawing class and sort of like give them a little show at the beginning of the, of the drawing class and we'll see how things go. So, yeah. What, what, what type of music would you like to sing? Or do you well, sing? I like, well, I'm, I like retro sort of music. So it's a lot of disco sort of tracks um and old jazz sort of numbers so i do a bit of julie sue a few julie london co uh, covers some abba songs um so yeah it's all a, a bit of fun that's it you know have yeah. fun doing it that's the most exactly. important thing yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's all a bit of fun it's all in the name of fun yeah you've got a lot of um things going on there now is drag your main source of income right now um, at the moment, yes, it's been a little bit quiet with the Christmas and uh, New Year break. Um, a lot of my drawing classes have been, I do an open class once a month, so anyone can book to come and see that, uh, to, to join into that class. Um, but really, most of the business is coming from the hens nights, from, we call them hens, bachelorette's night, we call them hens nights here in Sydney, uh, here in Australia. Um, so, but usually, but I was actually doing when I left graphic design, I got into community support work. So that's like just looking after sick people and helping them transporting. So I'm doing a little bit of that as well at the moment, and I've and I've been doing that for a long time, nearly almost twelve years, um, and it's been good because I can work around it. It keeps the money coming in, and it also. Um, and if I need to do Wonder Mama stuff, then I can easily just say, listen, I'm not available, and, and that's totally fine, yeah. 
Yeah, I know someone asked for uh, this your social media platform, so let's make sure yes. we put, put so that I've got back. Instagram. Uh, I'm on every. Well, I'm pretty much on everything. I've uh, TikTok. I've got a little bit on TikTok, but that's too much hard work. Um, I just look at it. It's just too much to do. There's just you know to get dressed up and do videos and everything. It's just like, ugh. Um, so I'm on Instagram and Facebook and that sort of thing, and you can keep up to date with me there. And then I've got my website as well. What do you want to do next? Do you have a goal to do something big? Well, I want to do more singing and performing. I really want to do more singing and performing. I'm a little bit shy. There's, I'm still an element of me that's a little bit shy about singing. So I think I need to, I've actually been thinking about doing some sort of like course or something to sort of like get me a bit more confident. But I think just with a little bit more experience and a bit more, I'll be able to, I'll be fine. Yeah. My advice is, have fun with it. If you're, if you show you're having fun with it, the audience will have fun with it. They don't exactly. care what you sound yeah, like. Yeah. yeah. So just exactly. get out there and do it, girl. That's I, right. I've gone away with it for thirty years. So <laughs> I know what I'm talking just about. Just get out there and do it. Yeah. Exactly. You talked about your trips to uh, the United States. Have you traveled yeah. to Europe as well? Um, I've been to Europe, but I haven't, not as Wonder Mama. I haven't gone as Wonder Mama. I haven't really. Only America is the only place that I've brought Wonder Mama to. Um, but yeah, no, I've been to Europe. I was like I said, uh, COVID ruined everything. I was meant to go to Rome and for Rome Pride, I was going to go to Rome Pride and bring Wonder Mama to Rome. Um, that all fell through. Yeah, so hopefully next year, or we'll see how things go. All right. Well, Wonder Mama, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thanks for I having really me, appreciate Anna. it. And I know I you're going to get a lot of fans. Thank, Thank you. you so much. I love your show. Um, I love all the work you do and supporting the drag community and everything. So it's really amazing because a lot of the stuff that you show, a lot of it is happening here in Australia too. So, you know, there's a lot of anti-drag, anti-trans stuff happening. So it's 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 good to see how things are going there as well to compare. No, so seriously, what is it happening there as well? Not to, we don't have the legalized bands here. Um, but we do, we are getting a lot of protests and there's a lot of social, um, discrimination about it. So there's a lot of, especially on social media, there's a lot of horrible things being said about drag queens and drag story times. Like I was telling Russell, the producer, um, I was meant to do a drag story. I did a drag story time in Alice Springs a couple of weeks ago and the library who was putting it on actually had a lot of online protests and a lot of threats and horrible things being said. And we were prepared for a protest that day but luckily nothing at all happened so it was just all online trolls and stuff so um so hopefully i mean there's been a few events though that i know of especially in melbourne um that drag events for especially for youth have been cancelled because of threats um but melbourne's got a whole different problem they've got actual like i was telling russell there was a transgender protest there was an anti-transgender protest happening in the city in Melbourne and and Nazis turned up to that to to show their support for anti-trans and it was a big scandal here in Australia you know um all on the news and everything that Nazis had turned up um and there were some politicians there and it was it was it was a mess um but yeah and and a lot of events are being threatened and and being called off because of that so well, yeah and it's we're all, we're all in this together. We're all in yeah. this together, Mama. So let's uh, keep keep pushing that word out there. I'll share yeah. your word. You share my words. Excellent. No worries, all Amber. Right. Thank you so much for having me. Good day. No worries. Take care. Bye, everyone. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Yes. Oh, my. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Amber Live Interviews. Remember to subscribe to us so you don't miss a single minute of the fun. And remember, it is your support that keeps us going. You can make a donation through this podcast by using our Venmo at RJD Pro or by visiting us at AmberLive.tv and clicking on the Support Amber Live button. Thank you.